1: So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack
0: Time. Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack Podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com, which you can get early every Tuesday over at patreon.com slash thunderquack, just like our Patreon producers Brian Murawski and JJ Samuel do, or you can wait. And get it late every Friday on podcast services across the galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen,
1: and I'm your other host, Amanda Kunkin. And this uh, It's a spooky uh, podcast. It's a oh, okay. So you're just
0: gonna go ahead. It, you're gonna you're gonna make the promise <laughs> right up front up that, up that it's a spooky set, podcast.
1: I'm gonna set everybody up for, disappointment, for devastation, yeah. <laughs> disappointment as you get into it.
0: Um, Happy th-
1: Halloween! Everybody
0: should know from last week that you don't like scary
1: movies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're
0: actually gonna we're gonna talk about like the one scary movie that I think you love. I know. Um, yeah, I'm
1: very excited. <laughs> later on
0: the podcast. So I, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I guess yeah, this is our this is officially our Halloween podcast. As the 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 general release will be on Friday the thirtieth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's also. I, I, our last one before the Mandalorian comes back, so Ooh, yeah. <clears throat> expect a lot of Mandalorian chatter over the next few weeks uh, as that ramps up and exciting things hopefully happen on that. Um, but uh, I, yeah, let's let's talk about a couple of pieces of news before we get into uh, talking about scary movies. Um, the first one being the uh, that Oscar Isaac is in talks to play the character Moon Knight uh, on a Disney Plus MCU series. So um
1: So what did I saw this news story yeah. come out but I don't know what that character is and so yeah, if you could just walk me through walk me through it. I did not Moon
0: Knight know is like he's a bit of an anti-hero type character. He um I'm not a huge Moon Knight buff. So so like I I kind of like tangentially know know some stuff about him, but mm-hmm. I he's kind he of, he he wears like a white outfit. Like, he wears like all white with a with a moon on his chest and a and sort of like a like a cloak with a hood, right? Mm-hmm. Um I and I and he throws some sort of Knives, I think shaped shaped like moons, uh, traditionally. But I think maybe in newer stuff a little bit more practical. Moon knives. Uh, but and uh, I don't know. I don't know that he necessarily has any powers. I don't think that he does. Uh, I think he's kind of a Batman esque character of like he's just trained and and um is a vigilante and that sort of thing. Um, he's a little bit more on the fringes of the 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 Marvel universe um he's he's not one of the guys that you would consider an avenger he's more in like the the daredevil uh iron fist sort of oh, okay um, yeah yeah street level uh uh hero um so he'd be perfect for a disney plus series um now the way that disney plus is doing things is very different from the way that netflix is doing did things with Daredevil and Iron Fist and um, and Luke Cage and, and Jessica Jones, but and the Punisher, I guess. Uh, but um, I, Moon Knight will probably, if this is actually happening, we don't really have any confirmation. But we don't have confirmation on really anything, because even we got that that news that that um, that they cast Miss Marvel. Um,
1: oh, I didn't but,
0: see. But that hasn't yeah. been announced. Right. Oh. Like that's like it was like uh, like Deadline or Hollywood Reporter or something or variety that that broke that news. So mm-hmm. it's like it's as good as announced, but it hasn't been officially announced. And so there's actually like three or four things that are like that, um, that haven't actually they haven't actually been announced yet. But we know a little bit about them. Um, and this seems to be one of them. And it's kind of pointing towards. The idea that we're gonna get, we're gonna get some sort of a major announcement soon of like all of this stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: here's the here's a bunch of the things that we're doing. I bet you anything. Uh, one of the things that's happening is that Disney is gearing up and building more of the the volume uh, uh, setups, like they do the Mandalorian on which right. is the sound stage where they've got the, the LED screen so that they can basically... I mean, it's perfect for Star Wars because you can replicate any, any setting, right? And uh, there's, a, there's a series on Disney Plus called Disney Gallery The Mandalorian where they go into the details on the making of the show. And one of the episodes is all about the volume. And they show you that they build, like, set extensions and stuff oh, off of this. Cool. But these LED screens mean that you can go anywhere and, like like, visually you can go anywhere, be anywhere, do anything. And it's right there. You don't have to do uh, uh, post effects. You, so they're basically using video game engines to project um, the the angle that the camera would see onto the walls, onto these LED walls. And I think before COVID, that was like, oh, cool. Perfect for something like Star Wars. Perfect for the, right. the genre stuff, right? For sci-fi and right. fantasy i think in a post covid world like in, or in a in a mid covid world i guess that we're in it's like oh cool we can do cityscape rooftop stuff without actually having to film in a city like they can like oh right. we yeah, we yeah, could yeah. we can use some of this technology to build essentially set extensions um and have as opposed to with arrow where it's like, it's always the same like boring static out the window. So nothing's ever really going on Mm -hmm. out the window. Instead we can, and it's always night. It's always night. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, We can have like a real world outside, outside of a window. um, And they can, they can be more creative with set building and stuff like that. Using some of this technology. The other part of it is that they can build smaller sets with, video village and and uh and and the sound team and everybody like sort of sequestered so this is what they're doing for season three of mando where they they have like the sound stage where the actors are um and then they'll have like video village where the where the director and and like the 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 ad's and whatever right like are all hanging out and then sound is in a different bubble like they're in a different room wired into into the sound stage um, and everybody is kind of sequestered, so that it's like you're only ever in like these little pods with like two or three other people. So you can actually like come in, do your thing. You're in a bubble. You're only like like so that they're cutting down on like who like how many people come in contact with one another. Um, and I could see them gearing up these shows with that kind of a setup in mind, going right. like, well, if we do this, then. Um, and i and i think that we're gonna to start to see it used on movies as well um like i wouldn't be surprised if we start hearing about it on spider-man um on spider-man 3 uh I
1: mean, which just sense. started filming
0: so um yeah like like disney's kind of got this cornered because this market cornered because they they developed the technology for um starting with jungle book but then really on lion king john favreau like, like pushed it really oh, far. Oh man, I always
1: forget thing. that he's the one that did that movie. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, and, and then he brought it over to the Mandalorian and that's how they're able to shoot the Mandalorian. And one of the great things is that like, most people don't even realize that that's how that show is shot. Um, like there's no, there, not, I shouldn't say no blue screens. There's very little blue screen stuff in it. Like it's, yeah. they are in those environments, but those environments are basically, VR I uh, I uh, like not VR cuz it's not like they put on a headset but like projected video game environments on uh LED screens. So mm-hmm. um cool. so yeah, I think that that's what we'll probably see for these these MCU productions and I think that, that 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 they're gearing up to announce like hey, we've got like four more of these Disney Plus series all in the works on top of the ones that we already know about. Um uh, nice
1: well that's cool if that's, and if and so oscar
0: work. isaac i think that this the moon knight one has been rumored for a long time like a long long time so really yeah and okay. there's been a bunch of actors that that have that people have thrown out um but uh, but this one seems to be the one like like this they're kind of a like talking everybody's talking about it as if this is sort of a foregone conclusion it, it's interesting because obviously oscar isaac is poe dameron um mm-hmm. But he was also Apocalypse in, uh, right? In X Men Apocalypse, uh, right? I, so, um, so he's already been a Marvel character. He's actually also uh, a major character in the next Spider Verse movie. Um, if you stuck around to the very end of the credits, uh, for the first Spider Verse, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's uh, Miguel O'Hara, who is uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. So, um which is awesome because spider-man 2099 is an awesome character miguel o'hare is an awesome character and uh, i yeah i mean like i got crazy excited by that i remember when we were because you came with us to to see spider-verse i remember yeah. we were sitting through the the credits and uh and oscar isaac comes up in the credits and i was like oscar isaac interesting person number one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what 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 interesting person man i need to watch this movie again (laughs) and then we get to the end and it's and you just hear his voice and he's (laughs) quipping as he does and and it was like uh yeah it's perfect um so yeah like so he'll he'll have if he's moon knight he'll have three marvel characters under his belt um wow so that's uh i don't it's it's I don't think that that's a record by any stretch I think there are some voice actors who've got like four or five but um but certainly like having a live action character and having uh, uh he he would be I think possibly the only actor to span all three universes right to go to really? do to to do the Fox stuff to do the Disney stuff and to do the Sony stuff hmm the Sony and okay. Marvel stuff, right? Because the like like and, and I mean technically Paramount had stuff when when Iron Man and the Hulk came out. But um but yeah, like those are kind of the three Marvel universes that we have going right now, right? The uh, the X Men one is toast. Everybody knows that. <laughs> New Mutants was the last one. But um but yeah, like we like he would be I think he would I don't know, I'd have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure he'd be the only like lead actor maybe there's like stunt performers or something but um but yeah then Ryan Reynolds would then have to be Chris, in
1: Chris um
0: Chris Chris Evans?
1: Yeah. Chris, no
0: cuz I I Fantastic Four is Fox. It was no. also Fox.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, so he doesn't have a Sony character. He doesn't have a character in the Sony Marvel franchise that's spider-man stuff
1: he could he could soon
0: uh i highly doubt it i highly doubt he's gonna show up in any i don't think he's gonna show up in black cat or uh or venom (laughs) 2 Uh, i think that he's his paycheck is probably the entire uh, cast budget for those movies um Fair. at this point he's he's captain america he's one of the most like <laughs> and he can do whatever he wants he's not gonna do those he's not gonna be like hey yeah let me go back into the into the the superhero thing as a lesser known character <laughs> no let me start again from the beginning uh, no I
1: some so. some people like a challenge what can yeah. i say
0: it, that would be quite the uh, that would be quite the the, I don't know what kind of sandwich that would be, but to go from uh, 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 Johnny uh, in uh, the Human Torch in Fantastic Four <laughs> to Captain America to a side character in Venom Two would be uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> an interesting career choice. Yeah, is what we should. I
0: don't think that's what Chris Evans is focused on right now. Okay. I. Uh, also interesting stuff from the last week. I uh, they they released a, a set photo of Tom Holland in the Uncharted movie. I know that means nothing to you, Amanda.
1: Hey, come on, but... it does because you talk about Nathan Drake to the cows come home. Do I? Right. That's the right. That's the right yep, person. The right? Right okay. Character. See there, you know. I know his name and that he wears a lot of tan. Uh,
0: well, I mean, he does it in that shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, so this movie—it's it, it, since Uncharted two, uh, they've been trying to make this movie, and uh, like Uncharted two was was like very early in the PlayStation three uh, uh, life cycle, and we're uh, we're a couple of weeks away from the PlayStation five coming out, and and Ew. console life cycles are around eight years, so uh, so they've been they've been trying to make this Uncharted movie for quite a while,
1: <laughs> um,
0: and. Different actors have been attached and different directors. I think they've gone through like five different directors and like three different leads. At one point, Mark Wahlberg was going to be Nathan Drake. Mark Wahlberg will be in the Uncharted movie, but he's not Nathan. He's, uh, he's Victor Sullivan, who is uh, Nate's uh, uh, mentor. Uh, I he's know. the, he's the thief that teaches him everything that he knows. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it it's one of those things where it's like when Mark Wahlberg was attached as the as the lead as Nathan Drake, it was like please 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 don't make this movie. Um, really? When they when they announced that yeah, because I don't that character requires nuance. He's a he's right, an actual human being, as opposed to uh oh the trees they're coming alive, you guys. I, I what are you
1: making fun of
0: Mark Wahlberg?
1: No, but from what the happening. Oh, I haven't I haven't watched that movie. Yeah, I the, was like I the, do not understand the this trees reference. don't come to life, but I the know, trees but are I what's get, but, yeah, killing
0: see. everybody in the happening. Um because because we've been killing the planet, so the trees fight back with uh, pollen. Well
1: wow, that uh, sounds like a great movie.
0: <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan's the worst. The <laughs> twist in that movie is everyone has very bad allergies. Um Because oh it's pollen. God. It's it's like the the, the, the plants start like producing something in the air that That kills kills people people, and nobody understands what's happening
1: can we just talk there's a reason why i don't like scary movies because nine times out of ten they're just stupid like sharknado what the hell is sharknado even that's not a scary
0: movie sharknado Um, is not a scary movie it's not a horror movie sharknado is an action film
1: i just is it
0: uh, you can disagree, but you're wrong. It's an action film. That's, Isn't it scary? Nobody would put Sharknado as a horror. No.
1: Okay, fine, fine.
0: It's got it has some gore in it of like sharks eating people, but it's not Jaws. It's not. Okay, it's fine. not. It's a tornado shooting sharks at people. Do you
1: consider Jaws to be a horror movie?
0: Jaws is absolutely in the horror genre. Yeah.
1: Huh. See, because I just in my brain I'm kind of like sharks, same class.
0: Yeah. No, I understood. That's why I drew that, okay, that good. connection. Good. Um, but yeah, so like, I don't, I, I didn't want Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake. That was gotcha. I, when, when that kept like faltering and switching directors and writers and stuff. I was like, good. Good. Stay in production hell until he's too old to play the character. And thankfully, that's exactly what happened Uh, to the point where it's like because I think that he might be producing it. I think he might be one of the one of the producers. So so he's just cast himself in the movie. Right. Uh, Um, But he's great. He's a perfect choice for Sully. Like that's a that's a great character for him to play. Um, So, yeah, I, I he's in it. But Tom Holland will be Nathan Drake. And uh, that got me. Do you me... think Nathan?
1: Do you think Nathan Drake's a good choice for Tom Holland? Like Tom Holland was a good choice for Nathan Drake?
0: I think we've only seen Tom Holland do a couple of things so far, and I think this will be the movie that gets the mainstream to see him and go like, "Oh, he's not just Peter Parker."
1: I mean, he's also the guy that did the umbrella dance lip sync. Yeah,
0: he did also do the umbrella it's dance lip sync battle. The best. Yep, he did do that. Um, mm-hmm. And he had that movie, that Netflix movie, The Devil All the Time, just came out. I haven't watched it yet. I don't think I will. But um, where he plays like a less than likable character, I think, um, which is the the polar opposite of, of his Peter Parker, uh, which is Peter Parker is just Marty McFly. Right, we've talked about that before, is that he's doing a Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future Impression and that's not like a that's not a slight, that's not me like like turning my nose up. Like that's he's literally doing that. He's talked about it. Like that's the point. He's supposed to be it's supposed to be like what if Michael J. Fox in the eighties was playing spider-man but today i mean um, which is perfect and that's sense. exactly that. how it works that's
1: exactly how it plays yeah i like it um I like and it. It's, it it's,
0: works. it's it's perfect because because he's perfect it's he's he's the best on-screen spider-man we've ever had so um yeah i i was i wouldn't say skeptical but i was like cautiously optimistic until we saw that picture of him on set that he that he put out on his instagram and now i'm 110 percent behind this movie a hundred and ten percent because he like the look is there and the the set behind him looks amazing um nolan north who played the character in the video game uh, he uh, he he did a set visit and he just he posted a picture the same day of the nice. two of them together talking and like so he was on set and saw stuff and he's talked about it and said like this is this isn't a joke like like this is uncharted like you like this isn't a awesome. movie knockoff like some video game movies it's not the super mario brothers movie like this is this is for real uncharted this is the story of nathan drake this is the part of his life that we haven't seen yet because we've seen him as a kid like as a teenager and we've seen him in his mid to late 30s um but we haven't seen like his 20s so that's the story that they're telling with this um is sort of him uh his like kind of i guess like his his a a tomb raiding coming of age story um so yeah like i'm i'm super excited for it i can't wait if it ever comes out i think they put a release date on it for next year and it's like that would be nice
1: i just like anything anything to come out in any near future
0: (laughs) um the trailer for raya the last drag and the last dragon came out uh in the last week as well and that i Starring Kelly Marie Tran. Now they they they, uh, whoever the the lead actress was, on it before, I uh, I think had to to pull out for some reason, and so they replaced her, with Come Kelly on. Marie Tran, which I think is a is a, an upgrade. Um, because I don't remember the other person's name, uh, I But uh, they released the trailer for that, which looks. Is really it called cool. Raya
1: the Raya the Dragon? Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon. And the
0: dra- dragon. Um, I feel
1: like I heard about this a while ago.
0: Uh, well, I mean, they announced it. I think yeah. about two years ago, but because um, animation has such a, you know, I mean, it's got such a long.
1: Oh, Aquafina. That's why I, I think I heard about it. She, yeah, Awkwafina she's she's one of the
0: the supporting characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, they they put like a it's like a March release date or something on that, and I'm like, yeah, you guys are funny, because <laughs> uh, I think at the end of the trailer, like I think I was literally watching the trailer on my phone. And, uh, and it gets to the, and I was by myself, like it was just alone and it gets to the end and it goes only in theaters, March 20th or something like that or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that guys. Yeah. Like I literally said that out loud just by reflex almost of like this movie, we won't be in theaters in March. We're not yeah. going to be not, not in the numbers that they want. It's yeah. not going to happen. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, I think I think that we're getting close to a vaccine, but
1: not in time for theaters to open by March.
0: That's that's 12 months. And and they said at the beginning of this, it was going to be 18 months at the fastest. Yeah. And I think that we'll probably get it a little bit quicker than 18 months. But here's the thing about the vaccine, everybody. You're probably not getting it. And when I say you, I mean, like the general public healthy people are not getting the vaccine first. You know who's getting the vaccine first? People in, in like high-risk groups mm-hmm. and healthcare workers. They're getting the vaccine first, and then eventually it'll go out to school children who have to be in school, so they need protection, as well as teachers. And then regular old people will will be able to get the vaccine. Now, by the time I think that, that kids... And teachers in schools are getting vaccinated. Um, I think that we'll have we'll have pretty significant herd immunity that that a lot of restrictions can go away. But it would be the sort of thing of like you're still putting yourself at risk, so make a make a choice, yeah. right? Of like if you haven't had the vaccine and you go out in the world, there's a chance that you could catch this very deadly virus. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of it is that there's they're doing a lot of studies right now to determine how uh how quickly this thing mutates and uh, and whether or not how
1: useful the vaccine actually is gonna vaccines, be yeah, can, oh, yeah or whether or not we're gonna need out.
0: yearly vaccines on this and yeah. um so yeah i it, like we're not going back to normal anytime soon i normal think
1: went away normal went away yeah it's now no longer a thing and we just got to figure out what the new way of being is
0: I think that that's a pessimistic way to look at it. I think that within the next <laughs> two years, we're going to get back to being able to walk down the street without masks on. But, um, but I do think that people, people's habits will change. I think that, that decent, good human beings, when they have a cold, when they have the flu, when they have whatever, and they need to go out, they're going to wear a mask because they, because good, decent people have learned, Oh, it's less likely that I'm going to give this to somebody else if I'm wearing a mask. So I guess I'll do that because it's the good, decent thing to do now. Assholes are going to be assholes. So there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> like, and we've seen that in North America uh, and, and some other parts of the world, but mostly, mostly it's just the places where there's lots of white people. Um, it's funny how that works. I, 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 but, yeah, I uh, there's always going to be people who go, whatever, I don't need to care about other human beings. I'm the only one who matters. If it's not affecting me, I'll just do whatever I want. But but I do think that, like, once this is uh, in the rearview mirror, we're still going to be taking, I think, like, infectious diseases more seriously as a society because it's there. But that'll... That'll erode like everything else does. The edges was, will soften on that with time because kids will be born. They won't have known anything about COVID-19 and, uh, and, and they'll grow up and they'll, uh, they'll join, uh, alt-right neo-Nazi parties, because uh, they don't realize that it's a real thing. Uh, and, uh, that's a, I, I just mixed a metaphor in there in case you didn't notice, of but, you did. uh, I uh, okay. yeah, like the stuff the knowledge is generational and if we don't pass it down uh the next generation is just as stupid as the one who screwed it up in the first place. Um but I'm I'm optimistic that that society at large has learned from the last uh let's call it the last 4 years.
1: <laughs> I don't know why
0: I would say that in particular. <laughs> but I um- uh,
1: yeah, like, while well, this has been happening, I've been on, I've just like, you know, mindlessly scrolling through Twitter, as I tend to do when you talk on um, podcasts, <laughs> just like, you know how like when we were chatting, sorry, you draw, you draw, and I just scroll through like mindless things so that I can update us like with news as it comes through. And I know that this is not brand new news, but I read a tweet about the, the Amy Coney Barrett mm-hmm. confirmation. What is the House Judiciary GOP? Is that like, that's a real thing, right? Right.
0: Because uh, I I don't understand all of American politics. Because, I might but like I'm
1: it. like, this can't be real that the House Judiciary GOP with a little blue check mark beside it, so whatever that is, that says that it's something official, yeah. tweeted, Amy Coney Barrett confirmed happy birthday at Hillary Clinton. And I'm just kinda like, what is happening in that tweet? And why are you guys such a holes? Like, I just don't, is it, I don't think it's Hillary Clinton's birthday. Like, they're being, like, just rude, right? Is that? Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, oh, no, 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 it actually is her birthday.
0: <laughs> oh, is, is Okay.
1: Yeah, sorry, it's Hillary Clinton's birthday today. Okay. All right. Apparently. I mean, I think they're still just being rude. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, think I think they're, they're, they're being still just, rude. I feel like they're still just being like, okay, it makes, it's, it's less out of the blue then. It makes sense that they're being tongue-in-cheek about it.
0: Um, like it would
1: be different if it like wasn't her birthday and they were like this is for Hillary Clinton. But like what an a-hole thing. Like I don't know. It just like I don't know. When I read it it says it's the Twitter for the House Committee yeah. on the Judiciary Republicans. So that sounds like a real thing. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. America is messed up, man.
0: I uh, it look hey I their their conservative party has just like lost the thread like, like that's the what? thing and that's where like like i know we've talked about this a few times and i think i've already clarified this statement uh, a couple of times but we we put out the episode with the title republican suck a few weeks ago like a month ago now and i uh, i and i know that some people even a couple listeners like they they took offense to that and The point of that of that title and the point of us talking about it
1: in the way that we talk about it react in some way
0: is, yeah, is to is to get your attention. Right. Not in like the clickbait way, but of the like, hey, wake up, because because like, look, I I know that some people have conservative values and I don't agree with most of those conservative values. I would say like 95 percent of conservative values, but some of them are reasonable beliefs to hold and, and are absolutely, um, an individual person's right to hold. Like, I think, I don't know. I think maybe I brought I don't remember if I brought this up on a podcast on this or, or a different one. Um, but like, like abortion is a, is a good example of like some people believe that life begins at conception and, it's not my right to tell another person that that's wrong. If that's what they want to believe, like if they uh, not want to, but if that's what they believe and that's the, the ideology that they live by, that's a perfectly reasonable thing for them to do. As long as they're not enforcing that belief and ideology on other people. Right. That's where we draw the line. Right. And that's where it used to be drawn. And it used to be that they, the right and the left could hold different ideals but that, like,
1: it never used to be like that. It never. No, has been but like even, that. but
0: at least in discourse, it did, right? Like, well, at I least would when we talk it. about it, it did. So you're able to, to have a conversation about this stuff in a civil way, and now you can't because now it's just talking points versus talking points, and no one's actual. Like individual beliefs have anything to do with it it's just what does the party say that i have to say in order for me to keep this job because that's what it's about it's not about individual beliefs but for the voters it is right and that's where there's a disconnect is that like hey if you have voted republican your entire life and you believe in a certain set of ideals i hate to tell you this But your party no longer believes in those ideals the way that you do. They are using them as a way to motivate you to give your money and your support so that they can stay in power, do whatever they want. And whatever they want is basically give themselves tax breaks and contracts and all of these government okay. things so that they can become more rich and take things away from you. So you're just voting to give your money to people like Trump and Mitch McConnell and
1: This is like Amy Coney okay. Barrett.
0: Like like th- that's what you're doing. That's what you're throwing your vote in that hat. It's not for the things that you actually care about. Trump and Mitch McConnell doesn't care about when life starts. He doesn't actually care. He's a hobgoblin. The man is literally rotting from being an evil person. Like, it's... Hobgoblin, I love
1: it. Okay, this is perfect because it leads right into the two movies that I watched this weekend that I want to talk about. Yeah. And one... One is really old and one is, is quite new, but they relate to each other perfectly. And the only reason I thought about the first one that's really old is because you just said about the money thing. So I watched Money Monster, actually, over the weekend, which I'd never seen before. Um, and it's like uh, um, George Clooney and Julia Roberts. And and it's actually directed by Jodie Foster, which I didn't realize. And it's quite, it's like relatively entertaining. I kind of like stuff about like making TV shows. So I just, anyways, but the whole point of that basically is that it's like money, you don't care what nefarious things are happening when it's making you money. But the second that it stops making you money, people get all up in arms about it. And it's like the Wall Street is absolutely terrible. And anyways, I recommend it. It's a, it's a fun little movie that's on on Netflix, at least in Canada right now. But the second movie I watched was then The Trial of the Chicago 7. And I don't know. Mike, have you watched this yet?
0: I haven't watched the- it yet. It's on my list and it's it's one of the ones that I really want to
1: watch. I mean, I can't really spoil something that's, like, Already a history. Happened. Like, that's, that's, like, history. But I didn't know about this. And the coolest part about this is not at all in the movie. But afterwards, I was interested in, like, was, like, looking up the people. And the guy that Eddie Red, uh, Eddie Redman, I think is his name? The, who's yeah, the Eddie Redman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays, obviously, real person, um, who wound up later, like, going into politics and was married to Jane, um, the, the, oh jane foster i just said Jody foster so now i've got that in my head jane fonda? jane fonda jane fonda yeah he was married to jane fonda for like 17 years and i'm kind of like of course he was because jane fonda is a badass activist and so was he and it just was like uh, just like afterwards for me like reading through things but also the biggest thing about the this is that like i have a very um precarious relationship with sasha Baron cohen because i <laughs> I fully understand what he's doing with his comedy, but it just like scrapes me the wrong way. Oh, like I, I just hate feel it. my I, sc- it scrapes my skin off like I just I, can't. Yeah, like, I can, just I, can like...
0: I can tolerate <laughs> Ali G like that stuff that he did yeah. early on. Yeah. I have never watched Borat and I'm never going to watch Borat because they cuz he takes a he takes a turn out of out of the satire into um like into into the grotesque with the character borat with like the and i i think i like the parts of it and it the, just like, yeah whatever. and it's, it's just... like i get it like the same as you like i get it i get what he's doing and it gets people's attention which is good yeah. because people are paying attention to things like the fact that rudy giuliani is a pervert and should be <laughs> locked up so yeah. like but it's, it's good but, but but
1: but the the biggest thing of the trial of the struggle go seven yeah. is that he is Outstanding! He's a like, phenomenal he is actor. So good, and the character and a genius. that he plays—like he's, a super like, he's smart so smart—and the the dichotomy, the biggest thing that I don't again—it's like there's some beautiful moments, but what if it? What like at its core, like the character that he plays is like Rennie something, obviously somebody very famous that I should know from American history, but I didn't. I'm not American, so maybe I can't be held too much accountable. But um, Abby Hoffman, and he is like like the leader of the yippies or right and like there are these hippie people and but like it's this like it like the the epitome of like the radical left but in it they they talk critically about what that means to have this figure that is setting up the radical left to forever be characterized by like who they are like it's just this beautiful Mm -hmm. juxtaposition between all these people because the tom hayden character like the eddie Redmayne character there's just this beautiful like two sides to political discourse and that people can want the same things but how you present yourself can be manipulated and i mean at at its core it's this grotesque manipulation of the judicial system that happened like you watch it and you're just like and it's um like joseph uh joseph gordon levitt plays the the lawyer guy and it's mm-hmm. just I don't know. It's an outstanding cast. And I mean, it's, it's Aaron Sorkin. So every time I watch Aaron Sorkin, I just feel, get the need to watch like more Aaron Sorkin. So literally last night I watched some episodes of the newsroom. Cause there's just like a certain like cadence and like
0: mm-hmm.
1: repertoire, repertoire or rep repartee to, to like that, that like interaction. But anyways, I highly recommend it. It's so relevant to like current conversations and also just for what you're getting at. Like, Everything you're talking about, about how governments are straight up not there to give any craps about the individual people that it is trying to represent. And that it is about, I mean, I don't even know. Are we hear about the Vietnam War, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. It's history. But like watching this and having to like be like, what the heck would it have been like to have to live through the Vietnam War? And, and who actually supported the Vietnam War? Way back, way back. Like those people exist today and are supporting things that in 20 years are going to be laughed out of history for being ridiculous backwards people. And the fact that this entire government existed to uphold something so atrocious and just the, the, like, I don't know. I mean, again, it's a fictionalized account of a, of something that happened, but essentially at the end, they sort of, they sort of like imply actually it's in the very beginning. They sort of like imply the only reason that this trial is even happening is because the Nixon government wanted to send a big FU to the prior government. Johnson? Who was it that was before Nixon?
0: Uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Lyndon Me that- Johnson, is that who you're saying? Maybe
1: uh that's know. what that's what I said. I said Johnson, I think yeah. I think it is. I don't um, know. Um <laughs> I mean, the thing the thing that's so brilliant too, that I think Americans take for granted is that nobody else studies your history. Like um Well, certainly the, not
0: certainly not, not in like the presidential, way that they do,
1: okay? Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's like it yeah. bothers me to no end that multiple crosswords expect me to know the 43rd president. I guess the four, that's within the realm of possibility. But like the 23rd president of the <laughs> yeah, United States. Yeah, that's only a couple. I, I know. <laughs> I should know who the 43rd president. But like um but like that, right? Where I'm like, "Who the heck knows who the 23rd president of the I started because of Hamilton. I started to try to like know at least the first 10 presidents. I didn't I'm not very good at it. I know like the first 5. I think don't test me on it though. But anyways, highly you know, recommend you know, Trial of the Chicago. Memorizing
0: so. things is pointless. Okay, in well. In 2020.
1: I mean, unless you're trying to not cheat at crosswords and you believe that you should <laughs> hold the knowledge in your head. Sure. Which a lot of the times I do. I try. I try to hold the knowledge in my head. They just need to ask me less sports questions. There's definitely some some things that come up all the time, and you're like, how is this MVP from 1988? Whether whether
0: or not you know the answers to, like, look, if if the person writing the crossword was equally challenged to come up with all of the 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 clues without looking at any reference material, it would be a fair fight, but it's not because they're just they're just doing whatever they like like that guy is going like 23rd president of the United States okay I'll put it in right like like that's that's how they're doing it they're not they're not as clever as the person who solves the puzzle um, I
1: mean I don't know definitely there are puzzle makers that are so clever yeah but no but that's not the point how clever
0: they are is not the point the point is that like you're holding yourself up to an imaginary rubric that doesn't exist
1: I mean fair
0: that you're expected (laughs) to know all of this information without looking at any reference it's like and that's only because that's only by virtue of the fact that we have all of the reference at, at our fingertips and we can look up the answers anytime that we want now without even getting up from the without even switching devices. Right. Yeah. Like you can be doing yeah. the crossword on the same thing that you can look up the answer to the crossword on. I guarantee you that people did not have the same adherence <laughs> when they had to go to an encyclopedia and hope it was in that edition. <laughs> Right? Okay
1: I would I do think that this is a very divisive issue decisive, divisive, divisive issue. and I would like to know what the listeners think about crossword like what is the threshold for cheating? I don't crosswords? think
0: I don't think that our demographic is as old <laughs> as you seem to think it is. I don't Come think there's there. as many people doing crosswords in our audiences as, as you would hope.
1: Like all of my friends do crosswords. Do your friends not do crosswords?
0: No, but I don't hang out with a bunch of pretentious art, artsy farts so you know
1: okay i mean okay fine (laughs) i don't know i feel like people do crosswords some people do
0: crosswords yeah some people do crosswords they're pretentious artsy they're they're generally in nursing homes but
1: okay well i believe Crystal's stepdad
0: does does the crossword he's like 75
1: wow i (laughs) decent i'm like i'm now like i'm like legitimately have enough friends that i have people that i can actually like because i think i consider it not cheating to message my friends and ask them the answers to crossword questions because i feel like if you're solving a crossword with other people that you like it's cumulative knowledge which is different. It's not cheating. So we've had, like, multiple conversations about this in our group thread about, like, what constitutes cheating in, <laughs> in crosswords. And, like, it ranges the gamut in places that, like, I don't believe that you can't Google anything. Like, I think you should set, like, limits for yourself. Like, I have... I give myself free reign to Google obscure sports things. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, like, not letting me get a corner because I don't know the MVP, MVP of 1988, like, football, like, I'm allowed to Google that. <laughs> <I> of...
0: Hope- <laughs> 1988 football the mvp <laughs> wanna... of football the whole football. sport yeah.
1: the whole sport not the nfl all
0: the of the football
1: f- the football <laughs>
0: all of the football and that includes well, as... both american football and, european, and football.
1: european but you understand why i'm allowed to google it yeah so so clearly but it's like but and so like and i have other friends that have similar rules like that but then i have another friend who literally is like nope all you can do is ask people who are in your in your like real vicinity But I feel like it's cheating because he has a wife and he can just talk to her about the answers to the crossword
0: puzzle. I do a crossword to the point that I don't know the answer to something and then I move on with my life.
1: (laughs) I mean, I started doing them a lot um, when I was back in the Okanagan because there wasn't much to do. And my parents, (laughs) my parents get the newspaper.
0: Retirement capital (laughs) of of (laughs) British Columbia, the Okanagan. Yeah.
1: But there is, I do have to say, like, I'm gonna, you know what? Let's, this, 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 uh, spooky, uh, podcast went somewhere very unexpected. But total shout out, like, Frank A. Longo, he has a crossword every Saturday in the Okanagan, newspaper and it's on the same page as the New York Times crossword and the New York Times crossword I find too hard but I'll try it anyways every once in a while but I love his crosswords it's always got like a little bit of a game to it and once you figure out the game like that's how I know that that's how I do it I like sometimes don't finish them because they get too hard and I get frustrated but I have to finish and solve the like puzzle that's in the crossword and then I feel like if I solve the puzzle I like (laughs) am fine so that's, I don't know, I just, I'm curious, like, how do, I, 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 I don't know. I apologize. I thought more people were involved in crosswords as I'm probably underestimating them.
0: the number of people who do the crossword, but, yeah. uh, and, like, because I'm sure that lots of people do crosswords on, on their phones and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, lots of free I just, apps. I just find it funny, like, how, how you're, you're using it as, like, a metric to, to gauge your, well, like like as if it's it's just such a holdover from like like a traditional education of like you have I mean, to be able to remember all of these facts otherwise you're never going to do anything in life and it's like mm, actually that's not true no. because as an adult if you need to know something you
1: can just look it up you can just but, look it up But nobody, a lot of the time nobody no.
0: nobody looks at you and goes like you know what you can't be an accountant anymore you don't know who the 23rd president of the United States is. That doesn't happen. But a so lot of the time, it doesn't no, actually no, 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 no. matter.
1: A lot of the times it's just like expanding your own personal vocabulary, sure. right? Where you're like, oh, I remember, like, what is this word? And then think something, it's just like brain teasers. But there's
0: a distinct difference between understanding something, having knowledge of something and, and rote memorization of facts. I mean, because yes. rote memorization of facts is not knowledge is not the same thing. Knowing, I mean, that is, that is, that is being funny. able to recite everybody who made Star Wars, because you've memorized the credit roll, doesn't mean that you understand Star Wars, right? Like if some I mean, like like fair. like you could quiz me and be like, "Hey, who was the third AD on Empire Strikes Back?" I'm like, I don't know. I also <laughs> well, don't you care. Clearly,
1: don't know Star Wars, Mike. But yeah, but like blah, that blah, blah, has blah.
0: no bearing on whether or not I am. I am able to talk about star wars in a in a meaningful way right like that t- so that that's a that's a factory worker uh, uh, industrialized education way of thinking and uh, so it ruffles my feathers as you can tell like i don't i, I don't I like it. that sort of stuff um because it doesn't actually serve anybody except for wait for it all those big old politicians at the top Oh, those people okay. who are making money that own all of those companies, uh, the people who own the factories benefit oh. from us being very good at working in factories. But it's not good for the rest of us. I mean, so, that's,
1: that's fair. It's like you came full circle on that one. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, question for you. Is yeah. is stay the road a phrase that is common? Stay the road?
0: Stay the course.
1: Stay, yeah, I thought it was stay the course. Anyways, it's just it doesn't quite fit.
0: Does it's stay the, the road work?
1: Yeah, I have the road and then there's four letters missing and it needs to be a dog command. And the only dog command I'm missing is stay. So I feel like it's stay the road. I don't know. I don't think it is. I'm trying to figure it out. Whatever. It's fine. This crossword has thwarted me clearly.
0: It's, it's four <laughs> it's letters. letters.
1: And it's the clue is the clue is yet to happen. Something the road. And it's like, again, it's it's. The first four letters.
0: Down the road.
1: Down the road. Hey, down, down and that's a dog command. Hey, because guess what? D-O are the first two letters, but I thought they didn't fit because I thought it was stay. (laughs) But D-O works for the other things that I've put in there because oboes are are a canonical woodwind
0: wow <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and say that this is a new low we're doing a crossword on a podcast
1: i'm so exciting i'm writing <laughs> i'm writing it in right now but let's talk about some scary I movies because we, we promised i
0: think that we're too old to podcast i think we just hit that <laughs> point uh yeah let's let's talk about some you know what movies.
1: i'm gonna be so vindicated when people tweet us saying that they also do crosswords, Mike. i'm just or if they don't they're gonna crack it up, open a crossword this week and they're gonna be like hey this is
0: interesting i look i i will give it to you uh, yeah, odds are that either Sherston or sarah beth do crosswords
1: i you know what i'm really when i'm saying somebody tweet yeah. me it's really you two please yeah one of one, you one I'm of really the two hoping. of them if not both
0: of them do <laughs> I'm crosswords really hoping. but it's unfair because <laughs> there's a reason why they listen to the podcast <laughs>
1: hey right? some would say it's going going
0: perfect. to our own podcast audience for our very niche podcast which like our niche isn't even hey we talk about geeky stuff it's do you agree with the things that we the two of us amanda and mike think about geeky stuff that's who listens to the podcast so you're kind of all there's a bit of like a it's not confirmation bias but like you're you're playing with a stack for sure
1: yeah
0: all right yeah. let's talk about spooky hey. movies
1: yay
0: so I, Dependent. I've been watching a bunch of, uh, spooky, scary movies, a bunch. No, not a bunch, a couple of spooky, scary movies. Um, uh, I, I have to, I have to force crystal into this every October where it's like, I want to watch, I want to watch Halloween stuff. I want to get in the spirit, right? Just like we watch Christmas stuff at Christmas. I want to watch some, some, you know, there's
1: lots of campy stuff that you can watch around Halloween that gets you just in the same kind of spirit. but but
0: i'm an adult and i want things with some actual substance uh so i don't want to just watch hocus pocus five times um
1: okay only once a year thank you very much that's that's
0: even too much for me (laughs) but um i i hocus pocus is like once every five years for me i'm good um i get it i get i here's the thing here's the thing about hocus pocus okay I'm not meaning to 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 throw any shade in the direction of Hocus Pocus. I think it's a fine movie. I do think it has some pacing issues. I don't think it's as good as a lot of people it's, pretend that it is.
1: It's a movie from the '90s. Of course, it's not good.
0: This is what there are a lot of movies from the '90s that are very good, even kids movies. Okay. Kindergarten Cop is a good movie through and through. That is a that's not a kids movie, but that's a movie from the '90s that you might think is.
1: I've never seen Kindergarten Cop. Oh,
0: so good. Kindergarten Cop's a great film. I uh, Here's oh. the thing about hocus pocus. Okay. What are you going to compare it to? Because I'll tell you what it's compared to. It's compared to the Olsen Twins Double Double Toil and Trouble TV movie. It's compared to Halloween Town from Disney Channel. It's compared to uh Ernest Scared Stupid, which personally, for my money, is a better film. But that's just because i like ernest movies. Uh, i i recognize Boo. that hocus pocus is a much better film than ernest scared stupid, but i re- like I, I just have a real soft spot for it. but that's the whole point is that like i i recognize that that my feelings about ernest movies are not universal and they are not objective. they are 100% subjective. The, the thing about Hocus Pocus is that I think there's not really anything else to compare it to. We don't have another... It's not like at Christmas. We go like, hey, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Well, here's 10 actual movies about Christmas that, that I could list for you that are all great movies. Any one of them could be a person's favorite Christmas movie. Spanning back from 1930 all the way until last year, Right? With Halloween movies, it's like, what is an all ages, fun for the whole family? Everybody universally can agree this is a good Halloween movie. There's Hocus Pocus. It's the and only one.
1: Halloween Town. That's and a TV
0: movie. That's a made for TV Disney and Tower Channel of special.
1: Terror. These
0: are not actual films, these are okay. not theatrically released, <laughs> budgeted films. With actual actors and not people who should be doing commercials. Okay. Like, like I, I, if you love Halloween town, I am happy for you. Don't come at me telling me that Halloween town is on the same level as I've Hocus never Pocus. watched. Hall-
1: I've never watched Halloween town. So, but, I'm
0: not but to- like, but there are people who like, they love it and that's fine. It's cool. Hocus Pocus is the only like legit full blown Halloween movie it's the only one that's not like that's not inaccessible Casper, to somebody.
1: Casper! 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 Come on! Casper!
0: Casper is not specifically a Halloween movie.
1: You know what, though? But it is in the same sort of a bend as I... No! It is! They straight up have a Halloween party! I disagree, Casper! I win. Is...
0: No. <laughs> is the plot of Casper about Halloween...
1: I mean, does
0: Halloween play an integral role in what is happening in the story? Because Hocus Pocus only happens the way it happens because all of the parents go to the Halloween party. So there are no adults to do anything.
1: Casper only becomes Casper because there is a Halloween party. And. Okay, whatever. But I, I don't know. I think Casper is in the same bent. And I will say that Casper's probably a better movie than Hocus Pocus because. Devon Sawa, like, obviously. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you're being I mean,
0: objective. i Casper, not. Casper of, does have a Ghostbuster in it, so I'll it give it Come
1: on. And I will just want to... And also Bill Pullman, who, as a young child, I quite liked Bill Pullman and Jeff Goldblum because I wasn't a regular child. Like, <laughs> I just, like, really... Oh, I guess because I really liked Independence Day. I think that's probably why. It was, like, my favorite movie. So I was like, gonna,
0: yeah, Bill I'm Pullman gonna
1: is the best actor. <laughs> but I do... Like, I don't know. I just Bill really Pullman think, is
0: an underrated actor. I will
1: agree with that. I don't know. He's, he was in some of my, like, faves from the 90s. Like, uh, While You Were Sleeping? Oh, classic. Anyways, Hocus Pocus, <laughs> for whatever you feel about it, yeah. I will say that they're doing a benefit. Uh, it's... it's um, uh, Bette Miller has a New York restoration project is like one of the charities, or I think it's, it might be her charity. Um, but just so people know today, if you're listening to the podcast on the day in which it's released widely, um, they're doing like a stream and you can totally get like a little mini reunion for the Sanderson sisters, which I think is kind of cool. Cause it kept being talked about forever and might as well give your money to a cool charity.
0: That's cool. So. I'm glad. I, I'm glad that, that fans of Hocus Pocus, uh, which, which consists of a lot of people our age, um, yeah. I dressed as a
1: Sanderson sister last year, and we won our um, Halloween contest, and it was the yeah, greatest I, thing ever. I, I'm glad that it.
0: that fandom is being fed. I would just like to point out that that there's not a lot of competition in the Halloween movie, like in the classic Halloween movie. There's a, there are a lot of like specials and that sort of thing. Like you got like the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, right? Like like you got stuff like that. Right. But I guess
1: you're right there's no like Halloween movies because they're all going to be like uh specials or horror movies which are not the same as like Yeah and, like, and Halloween yeah so horror movies, movies right? are
0: different horror movies get into a different space. Yeah. I I like to watch horror movies specifically at this time of year though because it's it's dark, it's cold. Let's let's stay in and watch a movie. Um it's and and Halloween is the spooky time. So I basically like from September until november because when we get in november like we gotta have the dead zone in november where it's not anything there's nothing special happening it's mm-hmm. not halloween it's not christmas yet I uh, although i am i am fine with like if 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 somebody wants to start enjoying christmas on november 1st i don't have a problem with that i'm gonna i'm gonna take a take a cool down period until after remembrance day until after november 11th but um
1: oh the adams family
0: The first Adams Family film actually opens with Christmas carolers, okay. Well, because the movie was released at Christmas time.
1: Okay, fine. It's fine. And the and
0: the second one is a summer movie because it's about summer camp. Okay. So we actually we actually just watched uh, Adams Family. Um, Actually, uh, is there there is a Halloween gag in the first Adams Family, isn't there?
1: Probably because I think the witches, the witches is getting rebooted too, which I guess is not necessarily a Halloween movie, but it's like, you know, creepy. Yeah.
0: Um, we're going to, we're so far off topic. So, so we've been watching scary movies. So we've watched, we watched, uh, Oh man, what did we watch? We watched some good stuff. We watched, uh, Oh, we watched, um, the babysitter, uh, which is the Netflix movie
1: interesting is uh, it
0: like an actual horror movie yeah uh it's more of a comedy and this is the thing is that like i want to watch like some actual scary movies so like the ones that i want to watch are like i, I want to watch the fly i want to watch uh, uh which the fly is a little bit it's body horror I but it's a little bit fly. more it's a little bit more of like a suspense thriller
1: again jeff, jeff goldblum, goldblum. yeah <laughs> so. and gina
0: davis I uh, I want to watch I uh, I did watch Beetlejuice the other day although Beetlejuice isn't oh, scary. Oh come
1: on, Beetlejuice is another good like like Hocus Pocus esque movie. Come on.
0: Yeah, it, it's not specifically Halloween, but I'll allow it at Halloween. Okay, like if you want okay. if you want to say like be- Halloween it. is the best time to watch Beetlejuice, I 100 percent agree. I did. I watched it last week. Um. Uh, I I want to watch I uh, Alien. I uh, like the first one the original one not when they start turning into action movies but like the original alien um yeah like there, there's a handful of movies that that they that, that i want to watch crystal vetoes them almost every time <laughs> uh, and so instead we watched we watched cabin in the woods yes uh, we watched uh like i said we watched the babysitter and then last night we watched, um, man. Why am I blanking on the movie where we literally? Happy
1: Death day. day.
0: Yeah, that's the whole point. The whole it?
1: point, because I want to talk Death about day. it's the one of the only movies that I enjoy that's a horror movie. Because how fun? So,
0: so if Did you'll you like notice, it? the thing that is common amongst these three scary <laughs> movies is that they are not scary, and they are in <laughs> fact all three comedies. Um, they are comedies that they they're subversive horror movies, right? Like they they take the horror tropes and they play with them. I like I'm fine with that. I'm fine with with postmodern. Cabin
1: in the Woods is quite scary.
0: But it's the postmodern horror movie. It's 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 a comedy. I mean, yeah. Cabin in the Woods is to horror what community is to sitcoms. It is all of the tropes all at once wrapped up in a funny uh like in, in a humorous uh i I, I not setting but like a a premise right like yeah yeah like that's like the whole point of cabin in the woods is like this is why horror movies happen right um and there's a larger scary thing it's not actually scary but like there's a larger fantastical thing that that's all wrapped in cabin in the woods is a great movie it's a fantastic movie but you haven't
1: watched it highly recommend
0: it's not scary okay there are some scary elements don't watch it by
1: yourself if you're like me
0: I guess. I mean like Dude, it's, just, it's
1: meant to be scary and I get quite freaked I, out by it.
0: I highly disagree. It is not meant to be scary. Okay, well There's a reason there's a reason why the the scary, like the quote unquote scary part, is the hillbilly zombies. And it's because it's done to death, pun intended. Like it is so overdone and at the time that cabin in the woods came out specifically zombies were at peak saturation so it was like what of the horror tropes that we like can we use that's not going to distract from what this movie's actually about which is like the jokes right like the like the gag of it all
1: but like Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins being like,
0: uh, they the t- are they are genius,
1: just so fantastic. It is
0: look Bradley Whitford has some of the greatest comedic performances in oh. the history of film and television. Yeah. This is okay. one of his best.
1: It's the way he dies fantastic. in the movie. That's yeah. oh, a bit of a spoiler, just, but I won't but
0: spoil spoil.
1: Oh, it's but, so good. Because yeah.
0: if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, you need to watch it. The way he dies is so good. And his oh. line delivery is impeccable. It's just like only Bradley Whitford could could, oh, it's could just, do. And that. it's so
1: it's so good. I actually do have other like before we start talking about Happy Death Day, because I do yeah. actually want to hear what you think about Happy Death Day, there's a couple other movies that I have watched that again are scary but not necessarily. Like Jennifer's Body, have I talked about that on the podcast before?
0: You've it's brought the, it up a couple yeah. of times, but never in detail.
1: But it's so it's it's Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah. And she does such a good job in this movie of being ugly. And I know that that sounds like a weird, like (laughs) that sounds weird, but it's literally like a core part of the movie.
0: Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pause you. I'm not going to stop you. I'm just going to pause you. Okay. Because I want to ask, have you seen the movie uh, Ginger Snaps?
1: Yeah. Uh, Parts of it. My, my, um we we talked about it a lot in school because my it was my professor's wife that like did the film so we we okay. chatted about it in one of my in one of my classes and i like watched parts of it yes
0: jennifer's body i don't most people don't realize because ginger snaps is an indie film like it's a it's actually yeah. a canadian film yes.
1: um
0: i jennifer's body to me is a is a watered down ripoff of ginger snaps ginger oh, snaps oh Ginger Snaps is the same thing of like no
1: no no because Ginger Snaps is about a very specific supernatural element like thing that I don't want to like give away but um Jennifer's body because I think that it's important that you I don't know think what that Ginger it's any Snaps I don't think about.
0: that you're spoiling Ginger Snaps to say that it's about werewolves okay well anyway <laughs> it's in Ginger the, like, Snaps it's on the about, Ginger like, Snaps it's on the is about Ginger Snaps is about
1: werewolves and Jennifer's yeah. body is about demons
0: that is you are arguing semantics.
1: Okay, well, I that's mean, like saying yeah. that's like
0: saying like an Oreo cookie and and an off-brand Oreo cookie no, are different things. No, no, because, no, because, no because, it's, the, because the way that it's they're a treated rapper. in
1: popular yeah, but the way that mm. they're treated in popular culture are very distinct. And No, and like that's, to you they are
0: to, to you they are because you care about the subtleties and the nuances of the differences in those stories. Yeah, but but to the majority of people, monster is monster. No. Yes, monster I, is monster. What? But Come that's on. not the point because it's not about werewolf or demon. That's not what those movies
1: are about. Yeah, I guess
0: so. Those, are, like those are those are those are window yeah. dressing on on stories about Wait, the world Wait, have you seen policing. Jennifer's body? Yes, I've seen both of oh, these movies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think I'm more qualified to talk about this than you are actually because <laughs> I've seen both of these films. Both movies are about the way that the patriarchy about like that men that that society police's women's bodies and the way that they use them. Like that's I mean, what yeah. both films are about ultimately. Like they and they're also, also about like female coming and, of age and yeah. yeah, but but the demon like you could swap demon in Jennifer's body for vampire and the story would be the same.
1: Or succubus or what right like it's well, not Well, succubus like, is
0: a type of demon. I, but
1: Yes, I know, but it's like not anyways, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I I, di- I diverged because I just got excited that there was other, like when I Googled Cabin in the Woods, I was like, hey, there's these other movies. Like somebody, like as a uh, when we were in high school, somebody made me watch The Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And that is a kind of like comedy horror movie because yep. it's like, it's not. And so like, I, I could watch that one as well. Like, I feel like these comedy horrors, but let's talk about, I want to know what you thought of Happy Death Day. Because um, I've talked about it on the podcast already, I feel.
0: Yeah, so the first, like, 15, maybe 20 minutes of it, I was like, Amanda is dumb. <laughs> I was sitting there going, like, "Like, I I, I understand that we're going to hit this trope. Like, it's going to do the Groundhog Day thing. Um, and I was kind of, like, dreading it because the first 15 minutes is so <laughs> difficult to sit through. <laughs> Because she's so unlike, and I, like, I got it. Like, I was fully aware, right? Like, I was yeah. watching this with a critical lens of, like, of, like, I know I'm. we're supposed to be setting up that she's a bad person because by the end of the story she's going to have grown from it, mm-hmm. right? So we have to set up that she's awful, that she's a sorority, uh, uh she's not a bimbo because she's not dumb, but, like, she's, like, a I. a... I don't know. I'm just going to use the word. She's a bitch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to feel that way. You're supposed to not like her at the beginning so that when she gets killed over and over, you're like, good. You deserve it. So do your (laughs) friends, right? Like, except for your one friend, although that ends up being.
1: Yeah. Don't. Come on.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, okay. let's say right now, let's say right now. If you haven't watched Happy Death Day, we're going to talk about spoilers. No, don't spoil Happy Death
1: Day. Yes, we are. Then people aren't going to listen to the podcast.
0: Nobody does that. Nobody watched
1: Happy Death Day.
0: That's not true at all. It got a sequel, a theatrical release sequel.
1: I know. (laughs) And it was just as fun.
0: (laughs) We're going to talk about that, too, because it was very upsetting to watch the trailer for the sequel right after we finished watching the movie. Um, okay. I'm sure that if you had watched the movie and loved it, and then there was some time, and then they went, hey, they're making a sequel, and then you watched the trailer, you'd be like, oh, cool. Oh,
1: no, no, no. I just watched the movie. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't want to know what it's about. How do you make a sequel to Happy Death Day? Turns out, you can. And it actually works. So. Okay, we'll get to
0: that. We'll get to that. Um, okay. But, yeah, so, like, like I got it that, they, 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 you know, like, like they're setting up all this stuff. But it's not until she starts uh loosening up a little bit and and it starts like leaning to get into fun. it
1: and how weird it is right yeah it's really it's
0: really like the like... moment when she comes out naked where she where she <laughs> yeah, does where she the walk through. naked yeah that's the. That you're the like okay yeah this is pretty fun but 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 before that it was rough going for me it was like oof man <laughs> like like so paint by numbers but but um but yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's it's I. It's a good movie. It's definitely not like gonna make any of my top ten lists.
1: No, like it but it's does feel like you a fun, like, cute like it. Okay, it only does because I don't watch any horror movies whatsoever, yeah. and so the fact that I can be like, here are some fun kind of scary movies that I enjoy. <laughs> like I come. don't,
0: you know, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what what ruffles my feathers the most about it, and then we just talk about the good stuff. <laughs> I am really sick of the self-insert Seth Cohen character, oh. uh, that every writer puts into their movie. In, like, like every one of these like lonely, I, uh, I, uh, Judd Apatow, Joss Whedon,
1: yeah,
0: I, I, you know, it's like, oh, you know who's the real hero of this story?
1: This it's the quiet dude.
0: nerd that you ignored in high school. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's who it is. That's okay. who you should fall in love with. But I and think look, I don't disagree because I think that the quiet nerd from high school was a really cool guy that if you had gotten <laughs> to know him, you you would have invited him to your parties. But uh, And you should definitely listen to his podcast and you should buy some of his art from his Instagram account because he spent a lot of time by himself on Friday and Saturday nights drawing and that's why he's good at it. Um, and you owe him at least that because you were out (laughs) having fun and he was by himself. I like, I get it. And, and, but I think that as, as that guy who would write himself into a movie or who would have before I started realizing how tired of a trope it is and how obnoxious it is, it's just like, it's kind of sad. Like at a certain point, it's pathetic that that character is in every movie.
1: You're talking about like the main guy, right? Like Israel, yeah. Israel Broussard.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I just have a thing. So he's in uh, To All the Boys I Loved Before. And there is this, the best burn in the world. And this is like, I just really love him. In this movie, I think he does a good job, and I, it's because I, because as not being that nerdy guy from high school and being able to relate more to the girl tropes because of sexism or whatever, but like I kind of appreciate the nerdy boy like trope in movies because it it allows it something to be relatable to me because I did actually notice those nerdy boys in school, right? <laughs> like where it's a little bit where I'm kind of like I can't get into stuff that is starring Robbie Amell because I'm like why would Robbie Amell ever talk to that girl, that's unrealistic, and yeah. I don't. I don't R- believe. Robbie ML
0: is in is in the babysitter, and I think that you would enjoy him very much. In oh,
1: that. I mean, here's the thing: I quite enjoy Robbie Mel, but if I get to, like in in terms of like the tropes that get written into movies, yeah, sure. I feel like, but there's a so in to all the boys I love before he's one of the main guys and obviously the other main guy is way better and I like him more but there's like a a, like there's it's a try it's a love triangle and so this guy at one point in time is like hey back off from her and the guy says to him he's like what are you gonna do about it bonnie bear and I just think that that's like the best like hipster burn that you can give to like somebody that thinks they're cool uh, oh anyways i don't know do you listen to bony Bear?
0: no <laughs> like, oh. i know that like he's on one of the songs on the new taylor swift album anyways, and i hate it's that just, song
1: i just it's so whiny <sighs> and i love it like there's a time and a place for bony Bear. don't get me wrong but i just like so, anyways, I have I have a soft spot for that. Actually I don't that listen to any
0: current right now, music so. though. Yeah, like like yeah, I, I listen. I don't to... think it's
1: current. I feel like I listened to it like years ago. Oh, yeah.
0: Really? Well, I mean, even that, like, I'm still. <laughs> yeah. I just listened to John Mayer albums from ten years ago. <laughs>
1: I actually just started re-listening to Jack Johnson because, okay, here's the thing, because, you know, of all of the stuff with me, like, loving Shit's Creek recently, and then yeah. all I've been listening to is Noah Reed, and he does a very specific kind of acoustic music that I've just listened to the same four albums over and over and over and over again. But anyways, it's making me fall back in love with my, like, acoustic, my early acoustic loves, or, like, more in that genre, and Jack Johnson, Banana Pancakes, man. It's one of my favorite. That that reminds me of being a little angsty teenager. So. Yeah,
0: that is definitely that was when I met Crystal. That was yeah. one of her go-tos, go tos.
1: I mean, I love how much me and Crystal are the same person. <laughs> it makes me happy. There's just it's so a, many. Things.
0: It's enough co- crossover to make me uncomfortable from time to time. That's <laughs> that's definitely the case. Yeah. Okay, um, But
1: I have. I mean, this is this is very tangential. But like, I tend to. There's like a thing where it's very similar to where I am very similar to one of my, like, producing buddies' wives. Like, me and her get along so well because we have the same things in common. And one of the things is is that I just feel like there's certain personalities that just, like, you need somebody to check yourself. And so what I really like is, like, you, you call it sometimes ganging up, but I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily ganging up. I think it's that, that there's, like, a certain thing that you're, like, it it's like the idea of like personalities that like clash that all that like it depends on the type of personality but sometimes sometimes they just like have really good friendships and i just i don't know i think that that's i i I don't know i like pride myself on that with most of my like male friends that i feel like i have a lot in common with their female partners because i think that great minds think alike (laughs) (laughs) and find and find interesting things to harp on at the other people so anyways that's so. my ran- That's my random tangent. I just think that, I, I mean, there's something about friendships that like there's, there really is. You have to get along in some capacities. And mm-hmm. even if you and the person that you're friends with don't have everything in common, there's obviously something there. And so I just like it when you find that like the people that they surround themselves are like you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be like the person; you just have to be like the people that they also like. <laughs>
0: right? I don't. I don't generally actually want to talk to people who agree with me on everything. Like I, that was a that's a very boring conversation to have. That's right. Uh, uh, how how can I be right if the other person isn't wrong? <laughs> okay. That's the that's the dynamic there. Uh, that's a sure. play there, but no, that's a that's just me being flippant. But sure. but yeah, no, it's like the the. I don't know just surrounding yourself with people who agree with you is you have to have the same ideologies. I think you have to you have to care about the same sorts of things. Yeah. But why you like Star Wars and why I like Star Wars are not exactly Fair. the same and yeah, that leads to good conversations. So um yep. I mean like most of it in the vein of like you could be a better Star Wars fan but uh, Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Um, I cannot... Sorry, we... go ahead.
1: I just, um, no, it ended with a weird conversation about TARDIS sheets. I'm deciding against it, but there's definitely, there was definitely a moment this last week where somebody was like, I love how much of a nerd you are. And it took me like a good 24 hours to be like, oh, I was probably talking too much about my TARDIS sheets. Like that, like what a toddler am I that I just was like, I totally had my TARDIS sheets on for the last like three weeks. Um, and I... Because they're really comfy, they're like really soft, and I just like love them as sheets. But then I realized that that's like twelve-year-old boys sleep with like graphic sheets, and I am a grown woman. <laughs> and then I was so I like I had this whole thing where I was like, "Why do well? You do who that? are you trying
0: to impress?"
1: Hmm. And uh, nobody. I mean, yeah, that so... is the thing where it's kind of like it's just for me. But that's the thing is that like it's because like... that never because Especially that never Especially right now,
0: like nobody is seeing your sheets, right? I know. Like
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's like, <laughs> like so, but, it's, but that's like, the thing, that's life, the thing is that usually, usually I get to live in my nerdy yeah. little cone of silence cause nobody ever comments on it. But I guess I had been like talking enough, about, enough about my Dardis sheets and people were like, why are you talking? You're I mean, like, I, th-
0: I think at a certain point, if you're talking about, I think if you were talking about your sheets in general for too long, I would be like, I mean, all people right, would be
1: like, What's settle going on? down.
0: <laughs> but the fact that they have uh, a eye on them. eye. I. Uh, Tardis. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a low hanging fruit, easy target. Yeah. But yeah. That's fair. I uh, uh, let's get back to Happy Death Sorry. Day. You <laughs> wanted to talk about this.
1: I did, and I we went we've, on a very beautiful. We've day. done
0: more than a full episode, <laughs> so right now I'm just humoring you. It's usually well, the I'm other done. way around. <laughs> I'm I. Done. I. But yeah, I. So I. I did like it, but. There, there were some, th- like, like you get, by the time you get to the end, like, she's gone through this whole arc, right? Mm-hmm. And you get, like, her Buffy moment. Um,
1: her where Buffy she, moment? She,
0: she gets all geared up. Oh, she's gonna yeah. She's going to go out and slay a yeah, vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I love she it. She
0: literally looks like Buffy the Vampire Slayer it's when true, she goes actually. out to do yeah. this. Um, her like plan it. is severely flawed, that she's going <laughs> to go put a knife to the throat of a cop and tell him to run and go get help. It's like I get that like he's not gonna listen to you, but also like why don't you just wait until right when he's about to to get killed and then save him? Why don't you? Why yeah. isn't that your plan? But anyways, um, <laughs> wouldn't be a dramatic. So, like I it, all of that like up until that moment, and then well, like she makes the choice to 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 reset the the loop uh, one more time because. Um, because if she, if she kills him there, that, then the, 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 what was his name? I can't remember his name in the movie. Uh, Carter? Yeah. Carter will, will stay dead. Right. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, she does it and then, and then they figure it out or whatever, but then she, she, she does it she, like she, she thinks that she wins, but then it, there's a good twist at the end. And I liked it. Like I, I thought that, that. Um, the twist
1: was great the
0: twist is super good. like
1: the I, and it's and so again i don't want to like don't ruin we won't ruin the twist for you on this but it's just uh, it is it's fun like it because it it is like that one last sort of like the movie's going along and you're kind of like this is what i expect it to be and then it just yeah. in the very end turns out to be something different and you're like oh that was
0: but fun. so so then we finished the movie and i was like that was pretty good i enjoyed that that was that was mm-hmm. good um i would have rather watched alien but that's all right <laughs> um i'll just watch it by myself at some point in the next week uh she has to watch american werewolf in london with me on saturday that's oh i've 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 made a lot of concessions over the last month because that is not making that one's not moving that's that's immovable
1: i feel like i've seen one of them but i don't know if i've seen american werewolf in london or american werewolf in paris
0: i have you seen one with uh uh, an awful puppet werewolf or a awful no, CG? No, I'm
1: definitely werewolf. now looking that there's a difference of about it's, twenty it, years in the films. It's Paris. definitely the yeah. Paris one that I have seen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. American Werewolf in London is my favorite horror movie.
1: I, oh no, but I remember liking this one because Tom Everett Scott isn't it? Isn't American Werewolf I, in Paris?
0: I am one of the few people who will tell you that like American Werewolf in London is my favorite horror movie, and then also say. I really like American Werewolf in Paris, but yeah, I like okay. American Werewolf in Paris because I like I like him, right?
1: I mean, that's yeah.
0: I uh, uh, the lead singer of the Oneaters. No, not the lead singer. The drummer of the Oneaters. Really? That's the, the one. The wonders that that thing you do.
1: Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie That Thing You Do? No, I haven't. seen movie? that movie. No. No.
0: Um, he's the he's the drummer in that. Ah, that's okay. like the first movie that I remember like like clocking him. Um, and so from then on, it's like, he's always that guy he's in, uh, he's in 13 reasons why is one of the dads. And it's always weird to me. Cause I'm like, I always think of him as like in his twenties.
1: I've actually, yeah, um, I've never seen him old before. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking through like these images now being like, Oh, um,
0: anyways, I, I, yeah. So, so we, we finish the movie and we get to, and I say like, Oh, the, the happy death day to you is on crave right now so well, like let's check out the trailer and see if we want to watch it at some point point. and uh, it's like I'm, I'm curious what the how they do a sequel to this yeah. right yeah because it's very nicely wrapped up yeah, everything is, is very nicely wrapped up happy ending all everything right mm-hmm. It's the whole point if there's no happy ending then it's just a slasher movie with yep. no heart um, so we watch the trailer and the trailer is basically like yeah she didn't win and that after having just finished the movie where you like where you're like she won she did it she solved the thing and she's got everything that, that she deserves and
1: so it's I mean do you want me to like spoil happy death Day to you to make it like less
0: don't don't like, like don't like, like spoil it because like... I'm sure no, no, no. there's like a twist or something there's bite. not
1: it you find out very quickly
0: yeah
1: um that so the thing that I love the absolute most when they can do this in movies and this is what they do it's the same cast as happy death day Yeah. that they've put in happy death day to you. But what they've done is they've taken one of the secondary characters and made him a main character in the second movie. And the movie yeah, basically the completely revolves around that. I don't know. I just think it's like, but they now have to solve like, I mean the trope of happy death day to like happy death day is that she has to like die multiple times. I mean, that's, you're going to make a sequel that's going to have the same kind of trope. So Yes. But they add like stakes and consequences and like the and and the the shtick is different. Like it is a little bit like there's a different kind of threat to her. I don't know. Did they get into the science of it? Like they don't talk about the science part of it in the trailer?
0: No, not in the trailer. No.
1: The the thing that I I mean again it for other people it probably ruins it because people are like, I don't care, I just give me a horror movie. But I quite like that they totally explain what is happening. In the second one. Because in the first one, they don't explain what's happening. Like, you don't explain why she gets to wake up after she dies. They don't explain that. But in the second one, they totally explain why it's happening to her again. Like, they explain the science of what happened. Of, like, what's happening to her. So, which I think is just kind of fun.
0: I, is, like, I... Halfway through the movie, I assumed that it would have to do with her mother. Right? That, like, that... that that somehow, like, her mother was basically, like, like her mother that had died was, like, protecting her sort of thing. Like, giving her all of these chances to come
1: back. Oh, that, I mean, that. And solve that, it, right? That's, because, like, a beautiful, that's a beautiful way to, like, read into the first one, sure. Yeah, because
0: so much of yeah. it was was about that relationship, right? Like, that's re- yeah. ultimately, I think that is what that movie is about, is about her reconciling with. The death of her mother, right? right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know, like, and and fixing the rift, be- with between her and her dad, and being less of a bitch to everybody because she's upset that her mom died, right? right. Um, so yeah, like I, like I, I thought that it would, it would eventually connect into that. It didn't, but I, would, it, it didn't matter. It didn't like, yeah, it doesn't,
1: yeah, I don't know. But it, but it, like, I mean, that that kind of makes that's kind of cute and makes sense. But there's enough, there's enough that, like, again. If you like what happens in Happy Death Day, like if you if you find it yeah. entertaining, I find that the second one is like it's the same thing. In the same way that like my parents were really mad when I made them watch um The Good Place. My dad was like, The second season is just the same as the first season. And I'm like, Dad, that's how seasons of things work. Like you find something that works and then you just like
0: Don't they watch a lot of it. procedurals? <laughs> like, like I know like,
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I'm kinda like What season uh, of C S I is it?
0: And it's like I know.
1: I know I will I mean to be fair my dad doesn't choose to watch those he just is accosted into like hey this is what's on television but um so I mean obviously don't watch happy death day too if you don't like the general trope of the first episode or first movie but it's like it gets I don't know it gets more into it it's I find it semi-entertaining it's much weirder and way less scary to the point where I think I could watch happy death day to you by myself whereas for happy death day I feel like I made Nate come over for the last, like, ten minutes of it. when I was like, um, things are happening. People it's are the, dying. But the
0: last ten minutes is the least scary part.
1: Okay, well, maybe last half hour. Whatever. After after she does the naked walk and when things start to be, like, consequences of dying. And then you're like, um, like don't die anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess I'm just cynical and watch too many movies. But I just watch something like that and go, like, well, obviously... She's gonna like like I said like I clocked it like ten minutes in I'm like she has to be mean at the beginning otherwise she has nowhere to grow if she's a good person then we're just upset that she keeps getting killed of course right it's just because it is Groundhog Day
1: yeah (laughs) that's the best part of the movie is is the is the last
0: line when he's like it's like Groundhog Day and she's like what yeah (laughs)
1: no it's (laughs) like it's so good. Yeah, yeah. come on <laughs> it's, it's like good i mean it's the i like that i mean that's like the easiest way to describe happy death day it is literally like groundhog day but it's like i mean it's
0: not it even a, like it that is literally what it is it's not yeah. like it just is it's, it's just, groundhog just day is. but it's a horror movie but it's great. um
1: so talking about horror movie like just like yeah. to end off things for like other horror movies that i genuinely i have a very soft spot for scream too because it was one of the only horror movies I ever bought on VHS as a child. And I remember, like, watching it with a friend. And then I think I watched Scream 2 before I watched Scream 1. So that was <laughs> fun as well. Um, but so those kinds of movies. And then um, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Like the, like, the 90s horror movies, that there's something, like, to those tropes. I do – I did watch those, you know, because when you're, like a, like, a teenage girl and you have sleepovers, you watch – Scary movies, much to your chagrin. I could never participate in the seances, though. I just felt like that was messing with things that should not be messed with. But I think I was oh, the yeah. only person like in my board? friend's... Oh, yeah. I was the only person in my friend's group that I would to. I would literally go downstairs and hang out with the parents. Because I was like, I cannot be part of this seance that you guys are trying to have. Like, I first, just...
0: First off, that's literally how The Exorcist starts. That's how I mean... she gets possessed by the devil. So, Ugh. So yeah, uh, look, me out. I'm not saying... That I believe if you play with a Ouija board that you'll get possessed by the devil. I think that if that were the case, a lot of kids would be buying... Like, Milton Bradley makes... Well, I guess Milton Bradley doesn't exist anymore. Hasbro makes a Ouija board. Like, it's like... Yeah, like it's... Yeah. But, but here's the thing. There are a few things I'm never going to do in my life. I'm never going to get laser eye surgery. Okay. Because... There's like a there's like a .05 percent chance that it'll that you'll oh, yeah. you'll end up with oh, like yeah, the yeah, eyes yeah. that like they always yeah. feel like they're burning. Well, guess what? I'll wear glasses. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm fine. It's not that big of a deal. Unless I get to the point where I literally can't see and it's the only thing that they can do. Like like the 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 the, the potential risk has to vastly outweigh the reward, right? And for me, it doesn't. It's like okay, I gotta wear glasses. Who cares? I look better in them anyways. If I did laser eye surgery, I would still wear glasses because I don't <laughs> look good without them. I, they just wouldn't have a prescription. I'd be able to wear whatever sunglasses I want. I'd be able to pick them up off the rack. That would be nice. Yep. I'm never going to do it. If there is a .00001 chance that playing with a Ouija board is going to A, unleash some sort of uh, 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 ghost in my home, or, yeah. or, uh, or B... I allow a, a malevolent spirit or worse a demon into my body? I'm not going to take that chance. I'm just not. It's not worth it. Yeah. Those are those are there's no control Z on either of those things if they happen <laughs> for real. And I firmly believe in story t- in the storytelling device like crossing the threshold, life is normal until it's not. And so that yeah. means that from my perspective in the reality that i live in i am one inciting incident away from learning (laughs) that aliens are real or uh or or demons or whatever right like monsters Yeah, yeah, yeah now the flip side of that is always like hopefully if you're the main character it means that the second that you that you enter that world then you also realize that you have special gifts so that's when (laughs) your mutant powers activate yeah yeah
1: yeah, unfortunately
0: puberty was a long time ago for me (laughs) so i don't think i'm getting mutant powers i'm not gonna be able to shoot beams out of my eyes or heal instantly anytime soon but uh but you know there are there are other stories that that still apply when you're in your mid 30s (laughs) far less but Anyways, like I so there's a balance there because I believe in that. But <laughs> I but unfortunately like there just aren't a lot of real life stories of of exciting things like that happening to people. That's why we make them up. But but they like I believe in in a higher power. I don't at this point in my life I don't like to label it because I feel like that's reductive and gets you into trouble like arguing about when life is when life starts right like uh, and listening to 2000 year old books is not a great way to live your life um listening to them reading them and taking knowledge from them is fine but you probably should
1: learn from people 2000 years ago yeah
0: i just i mean like taking like commandments from from 2000 year old books oh you
1: know what i just found out that king james like of the king james bible was super gay And that made me very happy. Like, there's a lot of implication that he totally had this boy toy that he just kept, like, promoting higher and higher and higher. Uh And then he, like, straight up was, like, used, used, like, religion as a cover where he's like, Hey, I know you guys feel that I'm very close to this guy, but I just want to, like, let you know that Jesus was also close to this guy. And so, therefore, like, I have a pretty holy relationship with this dude. But do you clearly... think that
0: but do you think that perhaps some of the the uh, negative feelings that he was having about about needing to keep that part of his life secret maybe maybe might have colored some of the passages in regards to whether or not Ooh. certain <laughs> things are abominable? yeah (laughs) yeah you would think
1: that it has a like a core like yeah into like how the bible isn't okay
0: like if you're gonna do any uh biblical study the king james version is the last version you should read (laughs) uh i i personally prefer the new living translation nlt which is uh it's one of the more recent ones it's not that recent at this point now but it's
1: oh i also just just really quickly i didn't fact check this i found it on pinterest i just want everybody to be really clear (laughs) Uh, uh, well i'll tell you like king it james. is fact
0: checked that the king james version is awful and and oh, yeah. a lot of the bad I mean, stuff that gets done in the name of christianity is because of the king james well, translation it's because of, of
1: bad translations in general in life yeah i feel like there's so many things that get mistranslated even in modern day with people talking to one another oh one of the most brilliant things, sorry bringing it all the way back to the trial of the seven there's this beautiful moment in which People connect about semantics. Like about how people write and how they're interpreted. And it's this beautiful I don't know, if you've watched the Trial of the Seven, you'll know the moment I'm talking about is when it's when Abby and Tom, like when Tom is like, Oh my god, I meant our blood. Right? Like it's this it's just this beautiful thing and, and Abby's like, Yeah, it's because the way that you talk doesn't get interpreted the way that people you want it to. And it's just this beautiful thing where it's like you can create chaos and havoc by like the nuance of your speech imagine what happens when you translate documents that were created by who knows who 2000 years ago in languages that anyways yes sorry yeah. to to not not rant let's not rant too much about the bible <laughs> uh no we can rant
0: tons about the bible because it's like i have no problem with that it's it's a yeah. uh, when we rant about stuff that we don't know anything about, that's where I feel like we 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 don't get into trouble, but but where we should maybe pull back a little bit. I uh, I I was a youth leader for five years. <laughs> I, I say, know yeah, this know, stuff. You know,
1: you know the Bible. I yeah. mean, I just go. I think the Bible had stories about before Jesus and after Jesus. <laughs> that's and I know. that's
0: a very very <laughs> surface level understanding of it. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. And there was a guy named Noah, and mm-hmm. there was a flood. Turns out, God's pretty mean and vindictive. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, like, like, uh, like so. Like Old
1: Testament God. I don't know. You know what's beautiful? As somebody that like doesn't connect to specific religions. Yeah, it's brilliant to look at the difference between Judaism and Christianity. Well, I was
0: yeah, I was just like, about to say those stories from the Old Testament. <laughs>
1: are, the, old, yeah.
0: the Old Testament, their stories. And if you, yeah. if you yeah. speak with a, with a rabbi or any uh, Jewish scholar about the Torah, which is the old Testament, I, uh, well, I mean, the Torah is, is more than just the old Testament as Christians understand it. But, mm-hmm. but if you talk to them about that stuff, um, they will tell you like, there's some, there's some historical stuff in there. I mean, like, like the, the story of Hanukkah, right? Like, like mm-hmm. that's a, it's a historical thing. It happened like the, like the. But um, most of it is is absolutely considered storytelling. It's allegory. It's it's I, I, because it comes from an oral tradition. Right. Before before the Jews escaped from Egypt, they weren't allowed to write things down. So everything was an oral tradition. And when things are an oral tradition, they're not written down. They they morph over time. And and so uh, Jews have an understanding of of religious text with that context. Christians, because they look at it from the perspective, and and when I say Christians, I'm in this context, I'm mostly talking about American um, uh, post-colonial Christians. So uh, evangelicals, to 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 be brief, I guess I. <laughs> They look at it from a a, a literalist perspective, right? So they the, when, the
1: Amy Comey Barretts of the world, if you will.
0: Well, yeah, and that's that's the, she's an originalist. That's a different thing. Oh, she sorry. looks at the Constitution, right. and it's right. not meant to be interpreted. It's meant to be uh, applied exactly as the founding fathers wrote it. Mm-hmm. But uh, literalists, when it comes to to the Bible, they they consider the Bible, and I have friends who feel this way, it's the word of God and the people who wrote the Bible were his instruments. So they literally right. held the pen or in these instances, the quill for God. Right. They did not write the Bible. The, the, right. the, the, apostles did not write the Bible. God wrote the Bible through them. Therefore, Everything in the Bible is the direct word of God passed from him to us. And that's where you get the the broken ideology of evangelical right-wing Christianity because that's not the case. <laughs> it's never been the case because more than half of that book is the Old Testament and the Old Testament is a lot of made-up stuff. It's a lot of...
1: Oh, interesting. It, I guess that that would it, like not necessarily reconcile with itself. It,
0: yeah, it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. It's a contradiction, and and on top of that, so much of what Jesus was speaking about specifically was uh was was contextual to that time and that place, and uh and he talked about the issues that were problems in that time and that place. So the and and then you see with. Some of the Gospels, let's call out Paul because he shouldn't be included in the Bible, in my opinion, Uh, because because he just made all of his stuff up. He uh, from my perspective, I just I do
1: want to I do want to say I'm very sorry. That was very facetious of me because I genuinely don't know who you're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, like I, didn't, I have no idea if that's controversial or not. <laughs> uh, it but is because is... A, because a okay. lot of
0: a lot of modern doctrine comes from Pauline theology, which is which oh. is the, the book of Paul, his writings. Paul was a guy named Saul. He was uh, not a great guy, and I, I owed a lot of people money, had a lot of problems. Nobody really liked Saul that much. Mm-hmm. So then one day he hears about Christianity. Uh, and this is my interpretation of it. This isn't how how it's actually written. But he hears of Christianity, this thing that's happened. It's not even called Christianity at that time. It's called the way. They're followers of the way. It was yeah. the way of Christ, right? Uh, he hears about this and realizes that there's a really great opportunity. And so in my opinion, Paul was a con man. He wasn't holy in any respect. And he decided that he was going to adopt these ideologies and turn this, this, small group of followers into a church, into a religion. And so like, we really only have Christianity now because of a lot of the stuff that he did. And, uh, and so there's a lot of stuff of him writing to there. There he has letters to the Corinthians, which are, are not a big chunk, but a chunk of the new Testament where he's basically telling the people in Corinth, which is in Greece. I, that that they need to like settle down because their their corinth was a rowdy place i don't know if you remember that from uh, from uh the adventures of young hercules i i because there was the one guy that was his friend you, you watched that show you have to have it was ryan gosling
1: which which one
0: young hercules
1: oh i mean yeah
0: yeah you remember his buddy that like he was always arguing with that had the black leather vest and he was like this is corinthian leather
1: um <laughs> okay. so they
0: always talked about corinth on that show because like, corinth was like a ba- it was it was I like mean, i know place.
1: corinth for other things yeah
0: yeah but, but corinth yeah. was like a rough place right yeah and people just did whatever they want so there's a lot of sodomy there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, uh corinthian leather
1: making
0: yeah there was a lot of making of corinthian leather fine corinthian leathers um uh there is just all that sort of so paul was like writing to them being like hey you guys are taking it a little bit too far you need to, to ease it back a little bit because the because the the people who make the rules are starting to look in your direction and then and then started like enforcing stuff and bringing like these these weird interpretations of christian ideology into it and and you know and there's stuff at the time of like women should be quiet that that's that's paul that's 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 his writing jesus never said anything about it it's very after the fact stuff this is all stuff that now like paul if,
1: guy growing growing on me yeah growing he's me. Uh,
0: he's a real piece of work so when we really look at what he wrote and the fact that he never actually met jesus he claims to have been on the road oh and jesus came to him after he had died so jesus has been dead for a while now right like like he died Everybody else is off doing their thing, spreading the gospel because they actually knew the guy and they saw him after he died because he rises from the dead. Right. So like they're spreading the the good word. And and Paul hears about this and makes up a story, in my opinion, that that he met Jesus on the road and Jesus told him that he needed to make the church. And so then he goes out and does this stuff. And it's like anyway, so that when you take that. And you realize that's like really the roots of the Christian church. And you take the fact that the Torah, which was meant to be a collection of allegories to teach lessons to kids um, and, and for discussion and debate, because in, in, in Jewish faith, discussion and debate, much like what we do here on the podcast. It's funny how that works, how, how that's like genetically in me uh, is like it's a core part of that faith. It's so like, you don't just take it for granted. You don't just like, somebody doesn't just tell you that this is the way that it is. If you're a kid and you go to a rabbi and you ask a question, they'll answer it with a question, hmm. right? Like, they'll be like, well, why do you think that? Why do you feel that way? Why, why are you questioning this? What do you think you're supposed to learn from this story, right? They, they take that. Christians take that and they go, Jonah was swallowed by a whale. It happened. It happened for real, you guys. Uh, so you, the, all, the whole point of this is that you said Noah was a guy. Noah was not a guy. Noah did not exist. The Earth did not world, flood for forty days and forty nights. Okay,
1: uh, but you know what I love? I mean, sorry, we have podcasted way too late. And yeah, we it's can time be to wrap it up. But the the most beautiful thing about stories like that yeah. is that they there's there's lore of floods. And three-headed dogs, and mm-hmm. like there's certain things that find their way into religions yeah. that you're like, I bet you, five thousand years ago, it <coughs> rained for a real long time.
0: Yeah,
1: like I just think that there was probably there's, something that happened. It's, it's a it's right? a mix
0: of things, right? Because yeah. the, the point of of the story of Noah has nothing to do with the animals. It has nothing to do with, uh, with the things that people associate with that story, right? It's two things. Uh, Noah had incredible faith. He was told by God, build this ship because there's going to be a flood. It was ridiculous. Everybody made fun of him. He did it anyways. Right? So that that's one of the lessons there is that is that sometimes when you know the right thing to do, you just have to have faith in that in spite of everybody telling you, that you're stupid for saying so, right? Or doing mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. And I think that that's a good lesson to learn. I think that it needs to be learned with context and not just like, it's not blind faith, but it is like, he had reason, like God spoke to him through an angel. He had a reason to believe in this. If we're talking within the world of the story, right? The mm-hmm. other part of that story is uh, people focus on Gomorrah as like the, 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 the sodomy and the, and the, the debauchery and all of that stuff. That those are like the 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 easiest examples to go to, but the reason why God uh, in the story wipes Sodom and Gomorrah off the face of the earth is because the people were not living up to their potential in a way. like that's sort of like the easiest way to boil it down. like that's the lesson. It's not that people were, it's not that guys were having sex with guys. That's not the problem. And that's what a lot of Christians will tell you is that like, oh, they were sodomizing one another. The problem was that like people were lazy. They weren't like people would rather drink and party than than live up to their responsibilities. Right. So Noah was like the the odd man out in that town, like in, in, in that community. And so he was called out for it. And, and then that gets into the whole faith thing of like him maintaining his ideals in the face of everybody else being like, why don't you just have a drink and relax? Right? Like that was the problem with Sodom and Gomorrah. Not, not that men were sleeping with men. Right? So it's like, there's, there's all of these weird interpretations and bad lessons that come from this stuff. And then people learn things in Sunday school and Sunday school focuses on the animals two by two. Who cares? about the animal there's no lesson in that unicorns, right?
1: unicorns care <laughs> well, it means don't forget important animals or people will be crying for many years to come
0: right uh, uh, Yeah. in mythology unicorns are actually kind of bad but that's okay. you know
1: what yeah it's all good
0: <laughs> but no but like that's that's the whole point is that like there really isn't a lesson in that modern teaching of noah unless you get into the context unless you get into to the actual conversation about it you do some actual like theology with it um but people have taken that story and they attribute it like because then there is a lesson with the with with the unicorns right with the song right of like the unicorns were and that's the like it ties back in it ties back into what i was just talking about the unicorns were too busy screwing around (laughs) to get on the boat they missed the boat and that's why there are no unicorns right like because they didn't they didn't hold up their responsibilities, right? Like they, they, they were busy having fun and goofing off, and it didn't didn't pan out well for them. So that's the lesson, and that's exactly what I just said. That's the lesson in that story. So, is well, people will get there eventually with some of this stuff, but don't okay. don't don't take the bible literally that's I think. thank you for this
1: bible lesson in our spooky what i told told you what better way to wrap up our spooky halloween edition of the thunderquack podcast there's a lot of scary (laughs) stories in the bible Um, (laughs) bible lesson i don't know those lions seem scary so
0: (laughs) look hey most of the stories in in the old testament like as you just brought up like daniel the lion's end, again what what saves him is faith yeah, Most I mean, of the time, it's just. You
1: hate. think that there's a Bible story that's not about faith? I feel like, I feel no like the so. one thing, the one thing I expect of my Bible stories would be. Anyways, I'm have legitimately gone back to my crossword now, so I feel like we're done. We're done. We're, we're done.
0: done? <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for the episode then. Yay! Uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back next week, and when we come back, like let's just let's just. Accept our fate right now. We're going to talk about the Mandal-, Mandal... It's too late. We are going to talk about the Mandalorian next week. And the title for next week's episode will be some sort of pun involving <laughs> the Mandalorian.
1: Hey, I love it! Uh, so
0: maybe good. that'll just be the title. It'll just be <laughs> the, the Mandalorian.
1: Mandalorian. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, I better watch the Mandalorian. Next yeah, you better watch the
0: Mandalorian before next okay. Monday. I... Uh, <laughs> Cool. Well, thank cool. you guys for listening. I'll be
1: podcasting listening. from Tofino. It'll be
0: good. Ugh, man, what an episode! Jeez, Louise.
1: I know. I, Thanks.
0: <laughs> uh, if you made it all the way through, you know uh, what to say. <laughs> uh, hashtag. Does Cleaver, does, hashtag it's still the away. same. It's still the. It's still go. the same I hashtag. It.
1: I love it. So
0: much. Right. the arrow might be dead but the hashtag never i
1: has. think it, it makes that it makes a difference when we have fun talking we it, you know what also we like knew what we were talking about so i feel like we came in and the problem is is that we never actually have things to talk about so when there's actually things to talk about we talk about all the stuff we would have talked about had we not had things to talk about and then we're like oh yeah we have to talk about the we
0: didn't really talk about it that much but that's I mean, okay i uh, thank you for listening i'm trying to wrap this up
1: amanda i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs>
0: we'll <laughs> catch you next week
1: stay safe everybody wash your hands and be kind to one another
0: follow the thunderclack podcast on twitter instagram and facebook by searching the Quack podcast you can support us in three ways first by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access, ad-free episodes, and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of thunderquack.com. Head to thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.